You are listening to Lions Unchained. The podcast where the lion within you is unleashed and the truth will set you free. Join Carl Joseph right now for a life-changing word where no topic is off the table. Get ready to be unleashed into your destiny. Friend, there's a phenomenon out there that has not occurred by happenstance. Behind it is a deliberate agenda founded upon a socialistic ideology and designed to break down the borders of sovereign nations, dumb down the public, and reduce our privacy and personal rights. Sounds like something out of a science fiction novel, right? Hang on a minute, Pastor, you're sounding a bit fringe today, or even a bit conspiratorial. Well, that may be the case, friend, but I'm telling you the truth. The truth you may not have time to investigate or research for yourself because you're too busy taking care of your family and working hard for a living, as all noble men and women do. So let me share some facts with you that may surprise you. The formulation of a global government and corporate-controlled news and media outlets as part of globalism is a key marker for the end times and is the topic of our discussion today. The world in which we now live is fast approaching a hybridization of Aldous Huxley's Brave New World and George Orwell's 1984. And friend, it's a world I want no part of, nor should you, because it's built upon man's ideology of becoming a god instead of repenting and submitting to the one almighty and true Yahweh God. In 1984, Orwell described a future global regime composed of three totalitarian governments and the Holy Bible actually actually describes 10 regions of global governance in Daniel 7:24 and Revelation 17:12. A totalitarian regime does in fact aptly describe the coming new world order in the book of Revelation with the earth divided into ten regions, which will ultimately be controlled by the Antichrist during the tribulation. Now a totalitarian regime is based upon the subordination of the individual to the state and the strict control of all aspects of one's life and the productive capacity of a nation, especially by coercive measures such as censorship and the threat of terror. Plato's Republic first described man's role in society to be governed by the state and the elitists of this world have been working toward that goal ever since Plato penned his ideas on parchment several millennia ago. Friend, believe it or not, Facebook and YouTube have both begun censoring news reports and videos by certain individuals whom they deem have sensitive content. Is that a coincidence? We shall have to keep a watchful eye on these infringements upon our personal freedoms of expression, upon which all democratic nations are founded. With electronic data collected on every facet of our lives today, including the monitoring of financial transactions, internet searches, our emails, health issues, medical history, our buying habits, preferences, loyalties, and social media postings, it seems that no information about us is insignificant to governmental institutions or corporations. Our lives are becoming increasingly transparent, and there's little escape from this deliberate data capture, which serves as an important component of coming global government because with every new technology which offers more convenience there's seemingly a darker side that desires more of your privacy and people are apparently all too willing to go along with it without much thought for the consequences. 
In fact, Google has openly admitted it stores and gathers key information on every single person on the internet and every one of the 3.5 billion searches per day or 1.2 trillion searches every year or the 40,000 search queries every second. When you write an email, you might as well write it as if a policeman was standing right behind you. Because police from any of the 157 nation states that are members of Interpol or the International Police can access your emails and web surfing records at any time of their choosing. Every hour of every day, the NSA or National Security Agency and its collaborative agencies overseas in the UK, Canada, Australia and New Zealand are constantly eavesdropping on all forms of electronic communication under the banner of Project Echelon, which tracks every single email, fax and internet search. Big Brother Friend is not only up and running, but watching all electronic transactions and recording them. Believe it or not, Google makes billions of dollars each year by revealing information it gains from deep mining each user's internet searches and email communication. Friend, when it comes to electronic data capture and transfer, privacy is a thing of the past, and you need to be aware of this. We now have RFID chips in our credit cards. They can also be hidden in an article of clothing or a book you purchase or anything else you buy for that matter. Yes, friend, the precursor to the Antichrist controlled system of buying and selling is not coming. It's already in place. Even Amazon recently experimented with a cashless grocery store. Amazon Go, unveiled in December 2016 at a single store in Seattle, allowed customers to walk into the store, grab whatever they wanted, and walk straight out with no lines whatsoever. It utilizes the technology of machine learning, computer vision, and deep learning algorithms to identify those who entered the store and surreptitiously take care of the electronic purchase, and no one is the wiser. In the time I've been on Earth, now in my 40s, there's been a rapid technological acceleration which no doubt will facilitate the full manifestation of global governance. Now, globalization has been described as a phenomenon by which the experience of everyday life reflects a standardization of cultural expression around the world. This global standardization, however, is not very welcoming to those who choose to oppose it. Globalization has been seen as a trend toward homogeneity that will eventually make human experience everywhere essentially the same. This sameness does not cater to those who are radical for Christ, however. Those who take a literal interpretation of God's holy word are becoming increasingly tagged as extremist, fanatical, or even revolutionary by globalists. One could define culture as a set of beliefs, customs, and ideas that hold people together in recognized groups, but I'm sure you've witnessed the increasing role of the film and music industry in shaping the ideas and beliefs of the youth, especially with regard to what is acceptable behavior and what is not. This aggressive drive for standardization of all cultures is also pushing for a genderless society, conforming to the mandate of globalization, which seeks to undermine family values and sees the family unit as an obstacle to its advancement. Friend, there's indeed a standardization in the food we eat, the clothes we wear, the crops we grow, and the entertainment we consume. But none of these things must ever infringe upon the intrinsic values laid out in God's word, no matter how thick and fast these changes are thrust upon us by popular culture. 
Pierre Teilhard de Chardin, a French philosopher and paleontologist known for his theory that man is evolving mentally and socially, is the most frequently quoted writer by leading New Age occultists. And the coming New World Order will be intertwined with the New Age doctrine, so we Christians need to be very careful. He once said, and I quote, Nothing in the universe can resist the cumulative ardor of a sufficiently large number of enlightened minds working together in organized groups. However, what's not known is that Chardin was not only a New Age proponent, but a Jesuit priest, a eugenicist, Marxist, pantheist, humanist, and strong proponent for world government. The desire for a coming New World religion and global government to implement it are themes that resurface again and again in my own research. And friend, believe me, there are plenty of these so-called organized groups out there, described by Chardin, working behind the scenes, labeled as think tanks, shaping our future, deciding what is acceptable and what is not, how much property we should own based on our carbon footprint, and what our kids should be taught in school. Whether it's the Trilateral Commission, the Bilderberg Group, the Heritage Foundation, the Brookings Institute, Leap 2020, United Nations University or the Council on Foreign Relations. They all play a part in shaping our future without our consent, nor are they elected by us. Let's not forget the CFR was created after World War I and virtually wrote the United Nations Charter. It remains a very powerful and influential organization whose members are already seated, and because of this we need to be praying for our president friend as much as we can. These unelected think tank elitists of the CFR unfortunately play an increasingly larger role in our society and show no sign of abating. All the while the tentacles of their operation remain hidden and deep under the surface of visible society. Friend, I can assure you these groups do not hold to Christian values and the future they're shaping for us is certainly not godly. And what if I were to tell you that all but two of this nation's top 20 media and news outlets are members of the Council on Foreign Relations, would that concern you, friend? That means the news you watch every night may not be as objective or impartial as you first thought. The strong desire for peace and safety between all nations seems to be the driving force behind global government. But friend, this desire for peace and safety will be integral to the peace treaty signed by Israel and will commence the tribulation period. Friend, in the coming years, wars and rumors of wars will escalate and the promise of peace and security by a world government will sound very appealing to the masses. But it's also the powder keg that will ignite the totalitarian regime of the Antichrist's world system. Indeed, as the proficiency and capacity of technologies increases, man's need for God diminishes and the attainment of Godhood seems within his grasp. Do you recall the broadcast I did several weeks back talking of the dangers of transhumanism? Well, its major proponent, Ray Kurzweil, was recently asked, does God exist? To which he responded, well, not yet. His arrogant statement confirmed his belief that by 2030, man's ability to reach Godhood will be finally attainable, with globalization playing an integral part in his desire for the full manifestation of a technocratic utopia, which Ray calls the coming singularity. But this can only serve as a dystopia for the average Christian. Friend, we should never forget the terms globalism, new world order, and global government are synonymous, and this coming world empire is mentioned in scripture as you well know. 
The recently deceased David Rockefeller, in his book, Memoirs, admitted secretly conspiring to a new world order. He audaciously and openly admitted that he was part of a secret cabal working to destroy the United States and create a new world order in the process. And I quote from page 405, he said, Some even believe that we, the Rockefeller family, are part of a secret cabal working against the best interests of the United States, characterizing my family and me as internationalists and of conspiring with others around the world to build a more integrated global political and economic structure one world if you will if that's the charge i stand guilty and i'm proud of it Wow, that pretty much ends the theory that all this New World Order stuff is part of a conspiracy, but is in fact a deliberate agenda pushed by elitists. It should be noted that the rush for global government and the simultaneous rapid increase in global surveillance will develop a platform for the Antichrist to implement the Mark of the Beast system spoken of in the book of Revelation, chapters 16 and 17. But friend, like I've said consistently, we the church will never see it. We'll be long gone in the rapture. We are the very restraining influence that prevents the manifestation of the Antichrist on the world stage, and our departure will be the event that precedes the signing of the treaty by Israel for peace and security. You have been listening to Carl Joseph in the Lions Unchained podcast. Every week, new episodes are uploaded, so stay tuned for the next opportunity to roar into victory. Check out our website at carljosephministries.com for exciting articles and discussion points. See you next week, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button.